Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Music to my beers. Good morning. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Club. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day. That's right. So we brought in the biggest mother we know, our buddy Eric Faust from Bear Hands. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Uh, other than my wife's not happy I'm here, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you know, get back to her. Yeah, yeah. Couple a couple, of, beer, couple of beers later, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have an entire van load of beer. I'm sure everybody's going to be happy wherever you show up. And, uh, you know, you can just put it like this. You're like, I'm here doing promotion, which is going to, you know, help pump dollars into some good local business. And it's going to put money in my pocket eventually. So, really, you're here for the family, man. That's right. Which I think is pretty noble on Mother's Day. You know, your man's got to work. We're excited. We're excited to talk to you today for a couple of reasons. One, it's good to catch up with our friends from Bare Hands, and also you've got a brand new venture down in Indy that uh, we're excited to talk to you about as well. It's been that long since you've been on, so right. I mean, I think we talked like when the 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 poo hit the fan, like right yeah. oh, right yeah. away, and then yeah, it hasn't been since since then. So yeah, well, welcome back, man. We're glad to have you here. Hey. You know, it's always a good time. I got the the microphone a little. Ah, it'll blow up. There were sanitizers yeah, in here. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're excited to have you on. First of all, let's let's talk about uh, the big thing you have going on because we watched it unfold uh, during the pandemic on Facebook. You've got a brand new a brand new thing, a brand new baby. I yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of fun. Uh, I I took over a spot in Indianapolis to do a craft beer bar when I uh, when I moved to Indianapolis originally to for family stuff and to to kind of continue to grow the the bare hands uh, brand no more south um, I was always gonna say I'm gonna open a craft beer bar mm. and um, I'd been talking with some some owners uh, right before the the poo hit the fan in 2020 because um, a uh, place closed down. It's the old Central State uh, Brewing Tap Room. Oh, when they wow. when they when they closed before the pandemic started, um, I talked with the landlords, and then the pandemic started. I go, I might want to put the brakes on opening a bar. Right. Um, and then uh, I'd been talking with a buddy for a long time who managed uh, um, uh, Black Acre Brewing, and and he had left there because they had a fire, and then the pandemic, and then all sorts of stuff. Um, and him and I just bantered back and forth over beers over the course of, of the year with the pandemic and backyard shenanigans. And here we are. So looking back over 2020, you're saying like it's not necessarily the worst year uh, totally. No, no. Bad. I mean, yeah, it's been a stressful year. But, yeah, it's been a it's been a good year. I mean, Bare Hands is doing great. Um, we're, we're cranking out lots of beers. We're... Um, starting to get back into doing some events and stuff i was just at hop lore um, the lord of the hops yeah oh, so that was a good time. time and you know get to see some faces that you haven't seen in a while because man beer fest i you know you when you start doing them you really really like them and then you get burnt out because it's every saturday um people drinking more beer than you get to drink yeah and then uh watching other people and, having fun it's, got, it's why we're not bartenders i don't think then, i can do uh, it and then and then the the you know COVID happened and then I was like oh man I got all my Saturdays back this is great I'm gonna never do another beer fest again <laughs> and then you know 
here I am doing them again. But <laughs> All right. I know. I can't wait to get back. It's like, yeah, what was Yeah, that? and later on in the show, we're actually going to talk to a special guest about the upcoming Beer and Wine Festival happening at uh, Four Winds Field on uh, this coming Friday. Yeah. But, I mean, did at any point did you stop and think, I'm opening a place amid the pandemic? Like, financially, this is insane. Um, I mean, I def- I mean I'm a business person. I own... Uh, now two rental properties and i do my own, i have my own it business outside of the brewery um so i went in Eric as Faust, a hate as, sleep uh, <laughs> as a as a financial you know like these are going to be these clauses that i'm going to have in this in this agreement with uh with doing the lease and then there's there was potential talk of purchasing the building too um because there's some apartment space up above and we're still kind of working on that but um Ooh. but yeah so i mean i got a good deal I mean, yeah. well, people people so, are hungry to rent space that no one's renting. So, so tell I mean, us about the business. Um, yeah, so basically, it's a uh, we're we're focusing on like month long tap takeovers. So every month we're going to focus solely uh, or ninety percent on that on that brewery. Just what you know, their beers doesn't necessarily have to be special stuff, but stuff that you can't get around Indianapolis. So um, if you're ever down that way. Um, you know, we're doing, we have windmill on right now, um, but that just switched. Obviously, bare hands was the month number one. Right, right. Um, so um, uh, we did a whole, we have 12 taps. So the first month, it was just 12 taps of bare hands beer. Um, and then um, going forward, it's eight taps, eight or nine um, of that brewery. We sell their glassware, their merchandise, you know, have their stickers, you know, or, you know, sometimes th- some of their food or snacks, like windmill has these like cayenne pretzel things. So we contacted them and, uh, we, we bought a couple cases of those. So you can kind of get like as close to the vibe and feel of that brewery without having to travel all the way to that brewery. Yeah. Because That's Indianapolis kind of play, yeah. to Dyer is quite a haul. And then you can go, you can, so you can just go and it's called a tap room, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So very, very unassuming it's just our the bar is called a tap room it's it's as plain jane as it can be i think it's a perfect name but you could also uh find a tap room on facebook and and like it and find out what our what what things are going but as far as like lining up breweries how far in advance do you have to work that and like and who makes the cut how far out are you gonna go as far as like regions um so really we've we've got in my opinion really no boundaries of where we are going um we're we're gonna kind of focus on a we're gonna do a couple of indiana breweries a year and then and then a couple of out-of-state breweries a year um so right now we have pretty much the entire 2020 lined up um and we did like months before we even opened like the uh, originally we were like hey we might want to talk to these breweries and find out if they'd be even interested in anything like this before we go, right. you know, full dive in. Um, and we had the whole year planned before I think we even signed the lease. So, um, so yeah, the fir- first month was obviously bare hands. We've got windmill on tap right now with a couple other. We're going to keep bare hands on uh, year round. Um, Ty Westy and then a rotating beer. Um, and then uh, we've got. Two Toms out of Fort Wayne yeah. uh, That's a great next brewery. month. Oh, man. And then, and then from then on, probably for most of the rest of the year, we've got some out-of-state breweries. So our first out-of-state brewery is Streetside from Cincinnati. Um, so you can't get them in Indiana at all um, unless you you know, you know head over to Ohio. Um, so you make the trek. And then Listerman is the month after that in August. Um, I have a tentative September we haven't announced yet. Um, and then October. October is narrow gauge out of St. Louis um, and then perennial in November um, so that we can bring some uh, 
of their special release. So uh, you guys are doing all the distro then. So legally in Indiana, you have to um, you have, you have to, to go, go through it. you have to go through a distributor. Okay. Um, right. So we're we're working with Craft uh, Roads Beverage out of Indianapolis mm. uh, to facilitate um, those transactions. Um, so you so, don't have to make the trek over to Cincinnati to pick up. the No, beer no, legally you can't do that. Oh, so okay. <laughs> all right. So well, yeah, that was my idea. Yeah, Bring some stuff back from Georgia. Well, yeah. uh, we're here with Eric Faust. He's talking about a tap room. We're gonna talk some bare hands here in just a minute. We got a lot. I have a lot of questions I want to ask you because I feel like what you did and when you did it's a pretty insane thing to do. But also, I have kind heard, of an insane guy. Yeah, I haven't heard of another of another, and I haven't been all over the country, but I've been enough places where I think if this concept would have been something that was all over the place, we would have heard about it before. You've opened a bar that each month is going to spotlight. Ninety uh, percent of your offerings will be from a different brewery. I think that's great. How did you come up with this concept? And also. Did you not want to brew your own beer because of your work with Bare Hands? You know what a process and a thing that is. Because to brew your own beer and to have a brewery, especially a bigger one, it seems to me like just an unending headache. I enjoy the fruits of everyone's labor, but I don't think... I have the patience or the work ethic to ever attempt anything like that. If you ask my wife, I'm terrible cleaning. And brewing beer is 90% cleaning, so there's no way I was going to even try to do that. <laughs> I would rather I would rather seek out people that make good product than than try to reinvent the wheel. So, so you can sell and market the guys that are making all the, the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I have a business partner that I brought on. Um, you know, when I when I first you know started, he's like, yeah, I, I really want to you know own my own thing, and I'm like, um, so basically, you know, we we. Um, have a 50-50 partnership. Uh, I, you know, brought him in. I kind of paid for everything. He kind of manages everything because I'm a busy guy. Um, you know, obviously doing all the bare hand stuff and then other things that are that are going on. I couldn't run a bar by myself. So um, that my partner is Xavier is a great time. dude, and uh, he he brought on a, a killer staff. We've got we've got awesome people. Um, we're we're trying to do stuff a little bit different as far as. Um, uh, you know, employee retention. Uh, we've got 401k options. Um, we've got uh, company trips planned. Um, we're, we try to take, you know, when, when somebody's not working, if we're, if we're going to visit a brewery or we're doing something, we want to bring our staff along so they can kind of see the business side process of how we go about vetting the people that we do um, bring in. Um, also, so that they can meet the owners. Because one of our big things is any, any brewery that we're bringing into to, to a tap room is going to be, we're going to go there. I don't care if you're in Florida, Alaska, California, right. or right across the border. I'm either going to drive to you or I'm going to fly to you, and I'm going to talk to you face-to-face. I'm going to learn about your staff. I'm going to learn about your company. I'm going to learn about your product to make sure that we mesh well, you know, to to have basically a partnership for a month, you know, yeah, a business relationship really cool. for a whole month. I mean, that's a lot of product um, that we're going to go through. Um, so it's a big financial purchase as well as, you know, if – I don't like you, even though your beer may be good, or yeah. or the other way around. You might be a great guy, but the beer is mediocre. Right. You know, we're not trying to bring in like everything as a banger. I mean, I think we have some really awesome breweries that are going to be coming in, um, but I want to bring quality, solid product um, to the area. And since, especially kind of with people not really traveling really far right now and, and trying to intermingle. So we're in a, in a little neighborhood community. There's a sandwich shop next to us called Goose the Market, and then there's us, um, and basically it's a neighborhood. So it's a, a very neighborhood-ish bar. That's a cool vibe, and you guys have this whole concept uh, tap room, which a lot of people go into it and they're like, I'm going to have the most taps, you know, and, and that's kind of a thing that I know like Hopcats and stuff have done before, but you guys have this new unique idea where – 
every month is a tap takeover, which is super cool. So where does where did the idea come from? Um, I, well, so my business partner and I were talking about, you know, like, what do we want to do? Do we want to maybe talk to a, one particular brewery and be a satellite brewery for that brewery only? Do we want to just be a craft beer bar? Um, or do we want to be like something somewhere in the middle? And we came up with something in the middle because like you were saying, I don't think anybody has done it. No. So yeah, I have never been to a place like that. Well, it's also fun too, because if you are a local, you live around the corner, then essentially you're getting a brand new spot every month. There's yep. a new place with new flavors. Yeah. New beers. If you don't, if you don't happen to like the brewery this month, just come back next month and you know, it may be cool. And, that, and that's another reason why we keep, you know, Bare Hands makes quality products. So we're going to have, you know, a couple of Bare Hands taps all the time and, and the cans in the fridge. So if you're a Bare Hands fan, you've basically got a mini, mini Bare Hands bar around the street. Um, and there's a couple of places like that in Indianapolis. Like Tomlinson Tap Room was kind of like that honey spot mm. for Bare Hands brewing. Like everybody knew that that Tom Tap got all the new Bare Hands stuff. Um, and they've been on and off closed because of the pandemic. Uh, so people haven't had that. So I imagine it's going to be... Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. Were they the Indiana only um, tap house? Yes. Okay. Yep. In the city market right downtown. That's yep. what, what I, I had seen that concept before where you bring in only beers from your state. Yeah. And, and there's cool. a couple of people that do that. There's a place called Rudy's, um, which is a cigar bar in uh, mm. Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only do Indiana beers. Um, I'm not 100% sure. There's a place called Fives Tap House in Anderson. They just became new ownership. And the new guys are really cool. Um, They're doing great. But the old owners I know did only Indiana and only self-distro people. So they didn't only just do just Indiana beers. They only did the people that that self-distroed like Bare Hands does. Now, as you're throwing together the the upcoming months and getting ready to open, before you were opening a tap room down in Indy, did you ever, did you approach any brewers or any any breweries that were like, eh, I I don't want to do this? Um, I mean, not naming names if you don't want to, but if you wanted to spill some tea, we'd there, take there's, it. There's, <laughs> there's been a few, and it's mostly just been a, a, a production constraint issue. Okay. Yeah. Um, where they're like, yeah, it sounds like a really good idea. Um, you know, whether it's they're down on production because of the pandemic or they're producing so much product that they're just selling out the door themselves, they don't have enough to give. Um, you know, we've been working with, you know, we're with Windmill right now, and, you know, we've been. It's been a little crazy. I know the sales rep. His name's Chris, and we've known each other for a long time. He used to purchase beer from Bare Hands at a at a tap room that he managed in Michigan City. Now he's the rep at in at in Windmill and Dyer. Um, I feel like I'm, I talk to him more than I talk to my wife right now because we're just coordinating. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we need to make sure that we have beers lined up. Like they're a smaller operation um, than Bare Hands, so. Um, it's a it's a kind of a balancing game. Like what beers can we that that you know, obviously non-hoppy beers, we can hold back some stouts and we can hold back some lagers and some things like this um, so that we can fill out a whole tap list just like you're trying to fill out a whole tap list in your bar, right. uh, in your tap room. Um, and it gives, you know, to him, he's like, well, heck, I sold you like half the amount of stuff that I sell all month. Like I, my, my job has become way easier for this whole month. <laughs> now, uh, really quick before we end the segment, I know we're running a little bit long. Is there anything that your experience with bare hands and working there and being in the, the craft game, especially with distribution, lessons that carried over or proved like super invaluable? Like, okay, I got this. Because a lot of this stuff, when somebody opens a brewery, they don't have the experience. There are a lot of headaches as there are with anything. You know, a, a horrible learning curve. But I imagine – You've you had your beak wet in this game for kind of a while before you decided to jump in with a tap room down in Indy. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest the biggest hurdles are all the things that you you don't know from opening a, a liquor 
business because i i mean i never you know had the deal with opening with bare hands I've done a little bit with the stuff that we've been trying to do with south bend but not a whole lot the biggest thing is just all of the paperwork and the filings and all of the sort of stuff that you don't have to do to like you know fix somebody's computer you know i or or rent them a house which are the two businesses that i do already um that's easy um liquor laws and and the and the whole process to go with that is is the biggest hurdle um i think and then yeah, the beer thing's easy. <laughs> we uh, have a whole show uh, on tap. We're going to catch up with the uh, folks from the Wine and Beer Festival happening this Friday. We're going to do a little bit of split one at the top of the hour, even though we've already been nipping this morning. Happy Mother's Day. We're going to get to be movie next here on Music to My Beers. Music to My Beers. Good old miracle beer. On Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. And it is Mother's Day, so we're going to give a shout-out to moms with the 2016 mm, classic Bad Moms. Emergency PTA meeting today at 5 o'clock. Will we see you there? I'll totally get a sitter on a Tuesday night. Yes, you can. You actually can. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. (laughs) Uh, No, this one was... I remember... I don't remember any lines from the movie, but I remember that it was really funny because it's like the moms are letting loose. You know, they're not the perfect moms. They've... They're just trying, and they're trying to, to, to get by any way they can. So yeah, isn't it that they're like in a group of like perfect moms, but then they like rebel? Yeah. Like, well, it was. I don't remember most of the movie. It too. was the uh, the PTA they were all in, and there was like the one uh, you know to use the Mean Girls verbiage, the the plastics, like the the mom that lorded over the PTA. Yeah. And the commitment she demanded from her fellow PTA moms were just too much. So uh, Mila Kunis leads up a band of like uh, misfits. Yeah, more or less rebel moms <laughs> who all have their own deal, and they. Spurt off and do their own thing. The Warren Cluck of moms. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the plot has been done a million times in a million different movies, but it's still really funny. It it was hilarious. I um I I was really surprised by the fact that it wasn't necessarily like a chick flick that I'm going into. It was more of like a bridesmaids where you actually find everybody can laugh at, at the jokes. It's really well written. I think I remember my wife saying it stressed her out. She had to stop watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of movies you've walked out on, <laughs> bad moms. Um, I w- I'll, I'll go first. With the, the B movie, I'm going to pair Bird Dog with this one. This is the one that we just drank, right? Yep. Strawberry Peach. Strawberry Peach. Is this this is a relatively new beer that you guys yeah just have done. yeah just canned it uh, like a week ago or something and you guys have done different variations of it um, yeah we have a blueberry and another I'm I'm sorry mango. I'm a bad sales rep this and, month no no <laughs> I, I remember a strawberry mango one too that I had or did I um no it was probably this one because this is the second time we've done this one and we did the blueberry um the other the blueberry something uh, yeah. The blueberry Twice one was really too. good too. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna go with the the bird dog, and I'm gonna go with two because I feel like I'm already feeling this one right it's here. Nine point four percent. That's so. why I'm already feeling like it. Just like with a little four ounce pour, I'm like, okay, I'm warm. I'm good. fuzzy. I'm warm, fuzzy. I'm good for the movie. This is in no way a commentary on how much I enjoyed the movie, but I want a lot of beers because it's a real fun movie, and uh, I'm gonna give this thing one 
15 pack, but not the whole 15, just as many as I can get through of uh, of all day. Because Eric, <laughs> as a mother, I have stuff to do after this movie's over, so I got to keep it sessionable. There you go. But it's a really fun movie, and it's a, the, you know the classic, the misfits become like the cool kids in the end. But it's really really funny, and it's very well done. And the movie was a, a major hit. I'm surprised. Maybe we don't. Do we have a bad mom, moms too? We uh, should be getting a Bad Moms too. They probably were in production for it, and then COVID happened, and then all of a sudden we got a Bad Moms Christmas, which is kind of a uh, maybe one that, off of that. Maybe but, that's uh, what it was. But uh, I'm going to peel through a ton during this movie. But again, I have things to do after co- all. competition. See yes. how see how you can get a partner with you, and you both get a 15 pack, and see who and just race. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, take me back to college. Ooh, haven't done that oh, in a while. Bad Moms Moms. So that's that's what we've got going for us. It, apparently, they made the announcement back in April of 2019, but we're still waiting on it. Bad moms, moms. So their moms, yeah, with being Susan bad. Sarandon oh, and Christine Bransky and Cheryl Hines. Hey, that's an interesting take. Cheryl right. Hines still has it going on though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna go the same route as you, but I'm gonna do it with Westy. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of count way before the movie's over. And Westy and do like, in at seven. We're gonna, we're gonna do two four packs. <laughs> wow, and we're gonna right. see how many I can get through. <laughs> Well, geez, he just uh, well. Now I, feel I drink bad. a lot of Westy, so I mean, I might be able to do it. Uh, Zach and I laughed a couple. Of, you know, not to get off topic, we laughed a while ago um, when Hop Slam came out. We were reminiscing how like ten point two was like bad mamma jamma, and like and too harder you wouldn't drink a whole lot of. But now we've all escalated to the point where like the things we reach for most often are all in that seven to seven and a half range. And it's like it's not like it used to be where it's like, ooh man, I got to sit down after that guy. Just like uh, you were saying, you got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. I feel like this last like maybe four or five months, I've been waking, working, going to sleep, and that's it. So uh, when I when I catch a beer, it's you know I got to be ready at any moment to go back to work. So oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, this is Anime Kitties. This one's from Windmill. So this I I uh, I snagged from. The sales rep Chris, oh man, a uh, couple of cans of this bad boy because they sold out of it quick. Um, it is a thirteen plus percent imperial stout with peanut butter and mole peppers. Yeah, um, just enough heat, uh, and then the peanut butter flavor comes through really well. Um, yeah, it's dangerous. It's good. Oh. I, I have had this one before. Oh, you have? I checked out my, my check-in. You don't was, remember because it's 13%. If you drink, if you drink, if you drink the say. whole can, then like, oh, yeah. you passed out afterwards. I did a wedding about two days after I got a vasectomy, and I came back, and I opened this one up, and I was like, that is amazing. Hey, it yeah. was so good, he's virile again. Like, <laughs> look out. Uh Mm. One, it smells incredible. I I hate doing beers like this on the show because once you cross that threshold of 10%, you're like, well, I really don't have to do anything the rest of the day. Like, I can open. I mean, I can just open another beer. Yeah, this smells I'm, fantastic, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna re-rate this now on Untapped because I gave it a four four when I went into it. I said, "What have I got myself into?" It's really strong, and ten out of ten would have it again. Little did I know we'd be having it on the show with you here for the split one. Oh, and early on when we all started tasting some of the more wild stouts, and of course you go immediately it's chocolate, it's you know maple, there's bourbon, but when you start incorporating things like mole and peppers and at, peanut butter yeah the outset you're like well this isn't going to work but the more you, you start having some of these beers you realize it's, it makes a pretty incredible flavor combination oh yeah for sure i mean you've got just enough heat with you know that that, that peanut butter oily type flavor i mean it's a thick 
you know, uh, what did I say? I don't think it says it on the can, but it's 13 plus percent, I remember. What does what Untapped there say? Untapped says 13.8 percent. Yeah. So, Holy yeah, smokes. <laughs> so it's it's super sticky, big, thick stout. Um, I like to chew my stouts. I like them to be thick and sweet and yeah. and, and boozy. So, mm. Well, you guys do awesome stouts at Bare Hands, too. That's and right. We look forward to the releases every about every Christmas as well. Yep, yep. We didn't do our big Christmas party this year, so hopefully maybe we'll we'll be doing it this year. We're starting to talk about Tie Day too, so I was just about Whoa. to ask you. I know we talked about a tap room last hour, but as long as we've got, you know, bare hands royalty here. <laughs> you know what, Eric, let's put your feet to the fire with some hard hitting bare hands questions. Will there be a double tie day this year? Uh, I would say ninety five percent yes, unless something crazy happens where we're, we're putting the plans together now so awesome. now that i've now that i've got the bar open and it's kind of on autopilot i'm i've shifted to that but i'd already done a lot of the work already for 2020 and then we didn't do it so a lot of that back end work is already finished uh the updated website and maybe it's just the booze talking but um i know a lot of people are, are waiting for any news any kind of whisper and things about the downtown uh location yeah so i think really for the downtown location now that we're all gonna be going back downtown i haven't talked again. to chris in a in a couple of weeks about it but we were really just waiting some for some permit approvals for the actual construction portion drawings are all finished um and i think contractors are pretty much lined up um wow. to do the do the work so i guess i'm just waiting for them to say the 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 stuff is going up they've talked to me about putting the 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 computer stuff up and the cameras and things like that so i mean it's going okay well is there a place for double can we say there then, can, we, can we say this is a music to my beers exclusive zach's about yeah. to drop on us <laughs> <laughs> music to my beers exclusive we beat market basket what's up <laughs> um i i i believe we're still going to do it in granger because okay. if you know yeah. by that time we may be in a position where things are not in the right frame out there to yeah. do it uh so we're we're gonna do uh double tie day most likely still in granger this year and then uh going forward probably out there i would okay. think cool so. yeah i like i love the the idea of putting bare hands in south bend too right across from you know four winds field and oh yeah so much going on around there so that'll be hey, awesome once that don't let him fool you the only reason he's excited by he's like i can rollerblade down there <laughs> it's not it's not too it's like a five minute skate from howard park hey if you're busting your rollerblades out you just let me know and i'll hey, come with you yeah also yeah. You, you know you're a huge uh inline skate fan you know zach likes to uh, take a shirt off and uh, an inline skate around south bend as long as he's got shorts that are above the knee that, mm -hmm. That's what you got to have. I have shorts above the knee. I typically have a tank top on, and I go down to my my favorite. One of my favorite spots is the new city. You, you got the eighties, the eighties sunglasses. Everything has to be at least neon and hot pink type colors. If you okay, if you're doing it right, okay, I've got that going for me with my igloo <laughs> fanny pack cooler. Oh, there you go. You're done. You're good. As long as we're talking Retro. about about the uh, rollerblading, how? So I, I know that you were big into it, and we've never really talked about it. But like, you were huge in it. Were you like semi pro, pro? What? Pro? Like, were you like? Are you on CKY videos somewhere? Um. So. Um, I used to be on uh, a, a few teams. I, I would say probably semi-pro. Um, I rode for K2, which makes skates and snowboards and skis yeah, and stuff, yeah. um, as well as some clothing companies that no one would ever hear of because they're just in the rollerblading community. Uh, but I've been magazines, videos. Um, I, in the mid-2000s, was known for doing really big hammer stuff so i would i would do rails that had 20 30 foot drops on the side of them um, i was never really a park skater so like ramp stuff so um i didn't do a whole lot of that and and the x games uh 
removed rollerblading about the same time that I got good. So oh. um, I was never in that. But I mean, um, yeah. So hmm. there's some things you can you can you can YouTube my name and you can see me skating. Oh, that's so. super cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like videos you posted on Facebook. Those, yeah, are yeah. If you catch up with like some of your old friends, and I'm like, you know, next time I see Eric, I gotta ask him. This is the first time I've seen you. You know, I'm almost thirty. I'm almost thirty six years old, and I did a flip the other day. So I'm Whoa. I'm still I'm still. You got it. Dude, I've still got it a little bit. Hey, I don't want to yeah. brag, but I'm 40 years old, and four weeks ago I fell on the stairs in my basement, busted my ass. So, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, broke a sheet of drywall to, doing it. It was pretty dope. To know? each their own. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, didn't, I didn't have a GoPro set up or anything, but it was pretty. <laughs> oh, sick. It was we pretty need that on sick. YouTube. <laughs> oh, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't have any security cameras on your stairs or oh, anything. No, oh, that would no. be great to relive. I'd love uh, to see that. You know, the swear words I'm sure kept me out of heaven for a couple of, a couple months longer. But we're here with Eric Faust of now of Bare Hands and a Tap Room in Indianapolis. Check him out on Facebook. It's like you're in an old blockbuster video. Video. We're the taste. Remember those Friday really. nights, those good times. Mm-hmm. You take your girlfriend down or your wife, and you. Oh, oh look you, at you oh. having a girlfriend! <laughs> I also took my parents, I mean, and I was like, "Dad, can I rent this?" <laughs> oh well, like, you know, yeah. is it rated R? It, okay, no. It it's the hair, man. Yeah, it's the oh hair. yeah, the long luscious red hair. <laughs> it's a good look. I've like had my look. hair's never been this long my entire life, so it's. Yeah, but it's, you said you also donated it for a good cause. Yeah, yeah, yep. So my my grandma just recently died of of cancer about a year ago, um, and I hadn't cut it hey, say, and say you're sorry man sorry. <laughs> it's all good um she, she had cancer we, we knew she was gonna go we, it, it, blah 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 no, we don't want to down the show but um she always used to say that i you know she loved me having longer hair so after she passed away I, it was already pandemic hair going on and it had already been almost a year i was like i'm just gonna wait until it's like a foot long or something so i got a couple more inches to go and then we'll we'll give some poor ginger that's bald ginger hair again. I don't know who'd want to be a ginger, but are you excited to have your hair again? Uh yeah, yes and no. I mean, I kind of like it sometimes, but you got a good sometimes point it's going on. In the back. It, it's I mean, awesome. I've got I've got very thick hair, so like if I'm not right out of the shower, you can't comb it. If I do try to comb it, it turns into a it turns into a ginger fro. It's it's just a bad look. Have you seen? Uh, turn around, Zach. He's growing. He's starting to grow. He's got a little baby mullet. Going Ooh, on. there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. coming along. It's coming along. So. Hey, you know, in the business going? you work, party in the front. You know, business in front, party in the back. You know, That's you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I kind of want to party in the front too. I want to do this like mohawk slash mullet type thing. I don't know, a fade on the side. Hey, some cool looks. You do uh, you. I'm back to the pick six. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way uh, off topic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna throw it a bare hands beer really quick before Eric swipes it. And uh, it's you, you brought one today, and I think we're gonna take it home with us. The Galaxy Imperial. Yep. You don't have it all the time, but when you do have it, it pops up on shelves. I'm like, ooh, all right. Great Galaxy, beer. love it. Galaxy and Citra were one, two of the first hops that I could one that I really love, but also that I could clearly identify. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then Mosaic came after that, but it started. But it's such it's such a great hop, but also there's this beer is good, and I think it's. It's tasty, but also when you see it, because it's not all the time, you're like, hey, they got it at Citywide. Great. And it's 10%. So, yeah. Ooh. Well, then there's that. Ooh, then there's good. that. And it's always released right around May the 4th, right? We, I, we try to, yeah. Um, we just released this a couple, like a week or two before. Cool. Um, and then we had done it a couple of months back, too. Um, Galaxy prices have came down a little. Um, they're Ooh. not still super cheap. Um, so we've been able to make some more Galaxy hopped beers because... Um, it's a good, very good hop. I dig it. So. That's that's one that I like to drink with my Star Wars movies. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Star Wars movies uh, over the last week. It's been, uh, <laughs> I think I've seen them. I've, I've like think, a marathon. Been, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them. My son's now 14, so oh. he really, he, he's been watching Star Wars like nonstop. So. Uh, the other one I'm going to throw in, and uh, 
we've kind of been on this untitled art seltzer kick. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if I threw it in last week or not, but I had another chance because I don't like buying four of them because that's a big commitment. So we're just, I'm just getting like one at a time. But their their Capri cooler that they have is amazing. And I think Zach gave me one last week, and then I found one down and I bought it. It's good, but man, like you compare that to like because I don't like White Claws and Trulies. My wife and her friends adore them, you know, because they're low calorie. It's and they're starting to amp up the the booze a little bit. But you taste one that's has all the alcohol of a, like a double IPA, but like not quite all the calories, but almost. Just it's it's really good, but it's, it's funny to see how like that's the new big like push. There's a lot of places are doing hard seltzers, and it's yeah. Any hard yeah. seltzers coming down the line? I mean, this is the exclusive bare hands. Uh, I can't. I cannot speak for what Chris does because most of the time I have no clue. That sounds like that sounds <laughs> right. like it's a yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. A music to my beer is exclusive. Nah, I don't know about that. I mean, well, we've we've had some stuff with. Um, um, with our spirits program, okay, um, yeah. so we 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 do some co- craft cocktails and stuff like that on draft, um, and we've done um, we've done a like seltzery style um, with 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 liquor. So Ooh. we don't know anything about the seltzer creation process. I don't know if it's more involved than craft beer. If it's just literally you whip it together and carbonate it, and here it is. Uh, I know nothing about it. Yeah, I mean it. it can, it's not very much different. Um, it's like making a little bit of boozy water with bubbles like malt liquor <laughs> yeah i mean it's got great i mean technically legally for a brewery to make it it's still technically beer it's got grain in it mm-hmm. a little bit um whether that's a pinch or or two um i think but yeah it's it's not uh i mean alcohol in general for the most part is fairly it's a derivative of somewhat the same process there's Yeast. yeast, yeah. You've okay. got something to create sugar and yeast to convert to alcohol. And here I thought it was just vodka and carbon dioxide. <laughs> Warren, you idiot. No. Uh, I'm going to throw in two two that I got this week from my brother down in, in Outrun in Atlanta. They did a collab beeration with a band called The Midnight, and it was half in light, half in dark. They did a Pilsner, and they did an Irish-style um, dry stout. So I'm going to throw those two in just because they were totally different styles great german pilsner if you were waiting for the most indie hipster statement you'd hear on the show all week you just got it my brother did a collaboration down at outrun with a band called the midnight so if you're driving through atlanta going to florida for spring break or summer vacation, I, I'll, I'll be doing i'll be doing that uh at the end of may you should go to stone mountain georgia hit up outrun brewing company zach will call ahead and give them a heads up and they'll roll out the I'll red carpet for you. hey yeah that's usually how it is, though. If you say you work for a brewery, you usually bring some beer in, and then you don't pay for anything while you're there. They usually exactly. they've got a restaurant. They usually feed you dinner. <laughs> like uh, working for a brewery definitely has perks. Man, I need to I need to start working for a brewery. I think. And then now and then now I have a bar too. So it's like it's it's I don't know. So it's, what two are you gonna throw in? What two am I gonna throw in? I am gonna do. I'm going to do one Westie, because I always do Westie. Yeah. And I'm going to do... Um, mm, what What is the next one I'm going to do? Um, I'm going to do Blueberry Muffin by Great Notion. Oh, that's a good one. Because I love... I, I love that beer, and it reminds me of vacation, because I usually somehow find 
a way to pick it up when I'm going to go on some sort of vacation. And I always get blueberry muffins and I wake up on the country hillside to some smoky mountain clouds or something. Eat my blueberry muffin next to a morning fire. Mm, if, you want the, if you want the second hipstery most anything you're going to hear, uh, July, I'm going out to Portland for a week and I'll be staying three blocks away from Great Notion. I Well, I'm going to have to ask you to bring me back some beer then. Well, maybe we'll trade skis, bro. <laughs> Take some orders right now because I yeah. also need some beer coming back. Yeah. Hey, we're going to do a And I used to live in Portland. I love Portland. So oh, if you, you need did? some recommendations, yeah, I lived there for five years. We were yeah. learning some hardcore Faust facts. My wife, my wife was born and, born and raised in Portland, Oregon. Oh, all right. So yep. this is it's no big deal to him then. Yeah. I'm sure you have many hookups. I, you would think I would get my mother-in-law to send me more beer, but I can't convince her to stand in lines and do all that. Right <laughs> hey, before I leave, we're going to do an entire music of my beers on the art of shipping because I got. I'm looking at shippers now, trying to figure out like what I can, you know, put in the plane for storage as a carry-on. What I can send back. Like it's just. Are you going with multiple people, or are you just going by yourself? Multiple people. I'm not. Okay. A huge, I'm not a huge weirdo. Yeah. So, I mean, well, you are, but I mean, hey, that fat guy with a beard at the end of the bar. He flew out here by himself. <laughs> he literally just made the trip to send beer back. Uh, it's my, no, so, so here's the thing: if you all if, if you all get two checked bags, like if you're going Southwest or something, you get two free checked bags. Yeah, you can fit like ten or fifteen beers in between clothes. You wrap the if you get bottles, you wrap them in socks. You wrap them in socks, and then you just wrap them around all your other clothes. Well, I'm also going to try to bring back some Degard. And some of the other places we're going. Degard is great. Yes, actually, the the two boil kettles that we use at Bear Hands are from Degard. We bought those from them. Oh, hey, you know what? Oh, and no. that's a fact. Fantastic. I'm going to drop when I'm at Degard, and I lie and I say that I work at Bear Hands. There you go. Where's my free food? And where's my free booze? <laughs> <laughs> They're good people down there. They they will. You could you could you could say that you know the guys down there, and they they treat you a little nicer. Watch it like the guy's first day of the job. He's like, who, what? what Except I, I thought I just heard that Portland started closing stuff down again or Oregon started closing stuff I'm down again. I'm not worried about it. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sort of worried about it, but that's a different different thing for a different show. <laughs> With Danny Algus of the Junior Achievement Wine and Beer Festival happening this coming Friday. Um, it starts at 6 p.m. And you guys have a VIP available as well, right? Yes, we do. Uh, VIP ticket holders get in an hour early at 5 o'clock. And there's some other added benefits with um, access to the tents and exclusive vendors, some food, things like that. Uh, total VIP experience um, if you go that route. Awesome. Yeah, we're very excited because uh, obviously coming back off the, the pandemic, we were all pretty bummed that beer festivals, all pretty much anything fun, but it was all canceled immediately. Like That was done, so we're excited to be able to get back out Get back into Four Winds Field and do some uh, some drinking. Yeah, looking forward to it. So tell us a little bit about who's going to be there because we always get really excited about trying either new stuff or seeing some of our friends from like previous beer experiences. Yep. You know, Zach and I are very big deals in the uh, craft beer community. <laughs> so We have a full lineup. Uh, there's a total of 35 different vendors coming out. Um, some local representation that we're excited about this year. Um, Goshen Brewing is coming. Um, Sun King Brewing. Two Toms Brewing, Studebaker Brewing, um, lots of um, distributors are, are participating as well. So we've got representation from uh, Crooked U and um, Upland, New Belgium, Ooh. Bells. So um, lots of different beers to sample. Um, the event includes unlimited tastings. So come on out and, and enjoy as much as you would like. You just said the magic word unlimited <laughs> yeah there's nothing more of a bummer than you go to a, a, a tasting festival and you're like oh we get six tastings and then everything else is a couple oh, of tokens here like we there. know why we're here you know why we're here let's just quit beating around the bush 
Uh, tell us a little bit about Junior Achievement, though, because one of the purposes of having you on, besides talking about the event coming up Friday, is to find out a little bit more for the uninitiated what Junior Achievement does. Yes, yeah, so we work with the local schools and do programming that fits state standards to help students learn more about financial literacy, work readiness, and entrepreneurship. Basically, we're just trying to help kids have a plan for their future, and what are they going to do beyond high school, and how can we help them with that plan? That's a really, really cool organization because I, I know for me, like graduating high school and, you know, thinking about what do I want to do? Where where am I going? Having some sort of a direction is awesome and great for the community as a whole. Yeah, we work with corporate partners and try to promote their businesses. We have volunteers go into the classroom, talk about what they do. So the students are exposed to local options and just gets their mind thinking of what, what might they want to do. Now, I know you're probably a better person than we are, because if I were in your position, I'd be like, wow, you guys want to have your brewery be part of our festival. I'm going to need a few a few cans, maybe six or 12 to make that decision fully. I would take this as an opportunity to, you know, really hold people over the barrel to increase my own <laughs> stock at home. But you probably didn't do that, did you, Danny? No, I. I She's not, like, oh, no, missed but- <laughs> opportunity. I could have. Maybe I should have. Maybe next time. You're like, ah, oh, four beers might make the cup, but six beers, I can get you some prime real estate near the entrance. <laughs> Funny. But we're really excited, too, um, for the event this coming Friday. And if people want to grab tickets, where can they do that? The event website is southbendwineandbeer.com. So visit that, click on buy tickets, and you'll be good to go. You guys have a great website set up, too, with uh, all the event details. And also, it tells a little bit about what you guys do as a whole. Yeah. And do you have any advice? Because I know that um, we're out of practice because of the pandemic. But as far as like building a good beer festival pretzel necklace, I mean, there was a while where things were getting out of hand where it was like pretzels. And I saw people putting like meat sticks on there <laughs> and some cheese, which feels like a great way to ruin your beer event merchandise. But you look at that, you think, wow, man, I'm stupid. I should have done that, too. <laughs> We we would let we are looking forward to actually bringing back um, the pretzel necklaces at some point. Uh, we're still following some COVID uh, restrictions this year, so oh, right, right. We okay. can't. Oh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. hopefully, twenty twenty two, we can get the pretzel stand back out and um, and have those. It's just kind of a fun sort of thing you do at beer tastings, right? Yeah. And, I know, yeah. and I know the weather right now is kind of a might be nice, might not be nice. It's just going to be a rain or uh, it is rain event. or shine. Okay. Yep, I've. Uh, been watching the weather, um, but we do have a rain plan. We've got a layout designed just in case. Um, but yes, uh, rain or shine, we will be there. Perfect. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming by. We also appreciate you guys having this event this year because we've been dying. That's all we've done on this beer show for the last 16 months is like, well, nothing's going on this week, and I really can't wait for beer festivals to come back or like tastings or anything. And now we finally got our wish. The weather's changed. We're all starting to get out back there and enjoy. Um, you know, the way things used to be in the before times, Danny. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I can't wait. So we're looking forward to this Friday. Get your tickets online at southbendwineandbeer.com. Danny, thank you so much for stopping by and also bringing a fest back to us here <laughs> yeah. in this area. Thank you for having me. And we'd like to apologize in advance for any behavior we have toward the tail end of the uh, Wine and Beer Festival. Yeah, I'm just going to apologize right now. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, good to see you. i got to get Zach out of here because we're about to have a scene. So we'll make sure we have a nice base built before we come in. We'll have some some like a bread bowl soup or something. Oh, that'd be, that would be perfect. Yes, for this. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. Please, you guys, just end this.
come to the point in the program where I get to tell you about what's coming up and what we can look forward to, as you just heard from Danny. Eric and I, we, I mean, we, we have to listen to him talk the whole time. Hey, Eric, and I I just looking, Eric and I were just looking at you like wondering, is Zach all right, all, all right, right, all right? Hey, you know that anime kittens is uh, getting my cheeks a little red. I could feel it, too, you know? Yeah. It's a big beer. Right? It's a big beer. 13.8? Yeah. So, sounds like Mom's going to get a slurry mess for Mother's Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. back home. Yeah, now oh. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a message on Facebook from Zach's wife, and she, she's gonna be like, "What did you do to my husband today? <laughs> Leave him alone. He's a sweet boy. Why do you do this to him? You weren't supposed to give him anime kittens again. <laughs> it turned into like one of those gremlins, you know. Uh, one thing that we can look forward to is the Wine and Beer Fest happening this Friday. You can get your tickets online at southbendwineandbeer.com. One thing that you tipped me off about later this month, May 23rd, um, happening over at Cheers Pub in. In Roseland area. Yep. You guys have a, a kind of a tap takeover with yep. bare hands there. Yep. Yep. We'll have eight beers on tap. So should be a good time. Some karaoke after. Yeah. So you can some, expect some, me to be in line for the karaoke. After a couple anime kitties. And yeah. <laughs> he's, he's singing some Cheryl Crow. No, I'll have I, like hey, five after, Westies and I'll be like, ah. After a couple of those, Zach will get up and be like, I'm going to do some Esham for everybody. <laughs> no, Zach. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they've got bands there that night and then some karaoke afterwards. So that is May 23rd, beginning at 4.30. Yeah, it's super fun. We actually have stuff to talk about. And also, uh, are you gonna, is a tab room going to be at uh, Hops and Coaster Drops? Yeah, so I'm going to be there. Um, Bare Hands will be there. Um, I love roller coasters. So one of the big things that we're doing at, at my bar is that we pretty much told everybody that we hired that you have to like roller coasters. So yeah. we're... Um, on June 1st is the first day we're going to close the bar for the day. We're just going to sign on and say, sorry, we went roller coasting. Um, nice. And so I'm going to just take all my employees to go roller coaster riding. But beyond that, yes, um, I'm going to be there with bare hands at the roller coaster thing. And then we'll also have um, potentially the brewery of the month for that month. Um, we'll also hopefully be serving That's at the awesome roller coaster. That's awesome because I, was, uh, I got tickets for that. And it's gonna, it's, one, I can't believe they're closing the park for a craft beer festival, just letting drunks ride the rides. It's going to be great. Oh, I, the, have you ever rode roller coasters drunk? Uh, no. Yeah. It's the best thing in the world. But it's fabulous. I've also never, I've lived in Indiana now for almost 12 years, and I've never been to Indiana Beach. So that's my first. I mean, you're not, mi- I mean, well, no, no. It, I have been the, to a Kmart parking lot carnival, so I. I, I it's I, better I, than that. Yeah, but I'm going to Cedar Point. I know it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, I'd say it's in the lower third. But I mean, Indiana Beach is a cool experience. I haven't been there in a very long time. I'm a roller coaster fanatic, so it's they've only got five, so it's not like the hugest place to go to. Um, but uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna Sweet. I'm gonna enjoy it because I'll probably I normally don't get like beer fest drunk and ride roller coasters. This will be that experience. Oh well, normally I get the I get the you know. You know, you get a beer, you wait in line. Right. You get out of line, you get another beer. You know, you you wait in line for an hour. That one beer is already worn off. So you just kind of keep a slow buzz throughout right. the Cedar Point trip. But this, I, I got an RV spot. I'm going to camp. So I'm going to get, get tickets in a place to stay is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Maybe you should uh, stop by the cabin that I've rented for the, uh, the weekend. Ooh. There you go. That sounds right. like I, we're going to have a party. Yeah, that's right. I had $110, guys. <laughs> I am going to get my tickets. Um, you better hurry because I heard I that it's like very close. I sold there already like 6,000 tickets sold. Yeah. Or something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to get those right now online. I'll get my tickets. Should be fun. All right. That's that's news and notes. Wow. Look at this guy buying tickets a week before payday. Can't hide Ooh. money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Zach is right. That's going to do it for music of my beers. Uh, Eric, one, congratulations on a tap room. And Thank two, you. thanks for stopping by with the the, uh, the tasty treats from our friends at Bare Hands. 
uh, on behalf of all of us, uh, this has been Music to My Beers. Hang on. Bring it in. Bring it in. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.